Hi, this is Cindy from Women Beyond a Certain Age. Denise and Diane are off wandering the globe right now, but they haven't forgotten about us. They're sending me voice memos to wrangle into an episode, and and Diane's out first with notes from Paris, and Denise sends in her reports on Tuscany. Enjoy! Just finishing visiting the Atelier de Lumiere of Vincent van Gogh, an amazing light show with all of his art. Truly a must-see when you are in Paris. Now we are off to yet another delicious restaurant. It's our last day in Paris and we spent it walking the streets of the 6th arrondissement and the 7th. We had just an incredible afternoon and a little bit of bad luck because the Musée Orsay was so uh, crowded we couldn't go. But having been there numerous times, I wasn't that disappointed. And then we ended up at the Musée Cluny and... It was completely closed for restoration except for one room. So that was a little bit of a disappointment. But you know what? There's never really a disappointment when you're walking the streets of Paris. And our second-to-last meal was yet again at the Recamier restaurant where souffles rule. We both had uh, cheese souffle, mushroom souffle, and then we each had a chocolate souffle and a salted caramel souffle. So that ought to last me another couple years till we come back. You gotta go to Recamier, period. Taking a rest before we go out for our last bistro dinner, period. Bye. Hi, it's Denise. I've been in Tuscany for the last week, Chianti to be exact staying in a villa with some very dear friends. It's so heavenly. I can't even say, I can't say enough nice things. We drove today to Pisa. I thought to myself, Italy, and especially the Tuscany Valley, all it is is a patchwork or a mosaic of the most beautiful farms and vineyards. And there's old castles and new castles and homes and villas and it's pretty extraordinary when you can stay here every day and take a different drive and see different sites and i've had the of course we've been eating our way through chianti i've talked about it in some of the little memos that i've sent cindy but without a doubt what it's really made me remember is all the great food my grandfather who was born in the piedmont region of Italy, and my grandmother, who also was a Piedmontese, and all the great food I ate as a child. So that's my story, and I I hope you enjoy some of the photographs. It has been breathtakingly beautiful weather, and it's just been plain fun to be here. Bye-bye. This morning, I'm reflecting on the dinner we had last night in El Barreto, Now, this is a restaurant in Florence since 1959. It's it's not big. It looks like 1959. It actually looks like Harry's Bar in Venice, all wood, 
long. Um, a gorgeous woman is the manager. She also greeted, so what was last night? Friday night. She must have greeted 35 guests by herself with a busboy who brought the hot plates out, but she basically, it was a ballet. She ran the dining room. Her name is Elam. It takes you months to get a reservation there. The only reason we got in was because Michael, of course, insisted on calling four months ago. And we had some classic Italian food. The osso with the risotto was to die for. Oh, it was just so lovely. The, of course, the chef sent out a, an amuse bouche, which is not Italian, but a couple of little samples of his trademark dishes. We finished up with lemoncello and uh, biscotti. So all in all, I would say it was pretty fabulous. We also had a little wine and local wine. But tomorrow, we're on to Chianti, where we are going to have, I believe, more wine, more cheese, and more gorgeous, gorgeous Chianti. Goodbye. We are on our way to Chianti. It's going to be absolutely gorgeous. The sky is blue. We are going to a villa. We have, uh, we're stopping in a market. The produce, everything, the cheese, everything is just splendid. So onward and upward, I hate to leave this hotel. It's absolutely beautiful. Now, let's talk about Lemoncello. We were served homemade limoncello last night in the restaurant. Um, you know, until I come to Italy, and it's warm, and it's, and it's the end of the meal, I forget how much I like limoncello, even though my Miss Cindy has been making limoncello for years off the lemons in my tree in my former home in Los Angeles. So if you've never made limoncello, it is lemons, sugar, vodka. Um, sometimes I've had friends put a little thyme in it just for a different flavor. Anyway, it's divine. It's delicious. It's certainly popular here in, uh, Firenze. But anyway, I have to remember when I get home to ask Miss Cindy to make a batch because, um, I don't have to wait till I'm just in Italy to eat it, drink it. It's just wonderful. So cold. You want to serve it very, very cold. That's it. My rediscovering of limoncello. All right. Here we are. We are at the villa. And it's the middle of the afternoon on Sunday. And my dear friend, Judy Witz Franchini, who lives here in Florence, but was originally from San Francisco, came here on a vacation, got married and never left, teaches cooking classes and tours and farmer's markets. She knows everyone. Well, she's coming in about half an hour, and she's going to give us a pasta lesson. So there's five of us here with Judy. It'll be six, and her assistant comes. And what we're going to do is make a gnocchi and then a pisci, which is a very regional, long, tube-like pasta that is famous in this area. So, And then we'll make two simple sauces. So we have a lesson, and we better do a good job because no good, no good results, no eating. And it's our dinner, and we're complementing that with a green salad and um, probably a lovely loaf of bread and some wine because we're sitting right here in the middle of Tuscany. Okay, that's it. Bon appetito.
So we had our gorgeous pasta cooking class with Judy Witz Frankini, and we made homemade peachy, P-I-C-I, and it's a regional favorite here in Tuscany, and we made gnocchi, but they, which is not regional to uh, Tuscany, but I asked Judy to make it because I've made gnocchi before, and they were delicious. So when I get home, Cindy and I are going to do a Facebook Live video so that people can see all the tricks that I learned from Judy because it was easier than any of the gnocchi I've ever made and delicious and fun. So isn't that why you want to take a class, to learn tricks from an old pro like Judy? And I'm so grateful. We drank great red wine. I made a pretty salad with a lovely balsamic vinegar that I found at the store. And aren't we lucky? So that's it. More cooking, more pasta, more wine. Bye-bye. Okay, now we have to talk about wine. Here we are. We are at Orada in Chianti. We are rented a villa. We're in the heart of Tuscany. There are t- little beautiful towns all around us. And it's, so, wine selection is the most difficult part of our jobs here. There are Chianti Classicos. There are uh, Chianti Classicos. There are Chianti Classicos. But we went to the store and bought about 10 different bottles of wine, all of them ranging from about 8 until $15. We bought one or two Classico Reserves for $28. But all I'm trying to tell you is there's such an abundance of great red drinking wine Obviously, that's what they're famous for. So my advice is when you come here, you go to, we went to a market that is here, uh, very close to the villa. Of course, I can't remember the name of the little town, the little city. I'll remember it later. And they had a coop is the name of the market. And it's the most beautiful market. And there must have been a thousand, I'm not exaggerating, different bottles of local Chiantis and table reds. Um, Ameritage Reds, if you would, um, available. So it's just an issue of you need a really good corkscrew and some friends that like to drink wine like you do. Okay, ciao bella. Bye-bye. Okay, I'm in Italy, so I'm learning a lot about Classico Chianti. I'm learning that there should be at least 80% Sangiovese and 20% a Cab or a Merlot mixed in to make it a gorgeous, hearty red wine. Um, This is not a difficult job for me testing red wines because actually it it comes to me naturally. So here in the heart of Rada, uh, there's wineries and there's tasting rooms And it's just been a glorious, glorious couple of days. And the villa that my friend rented, in fact, or so they tell us here in the valley, was the home, the country home, of the baron that created Chianti. So how do you like that? Obviously, he was a marketing genius. So off to another great day. The internet in Italy 
is very, very interesting. It, decide, it works when it wants to. I think very much like an Italian boyfriend I had once. Anyway, so I'm, <laughs> I'm, I've awakened to the most beautiful, beautiful daybreak, and my internet is working, and then we're supposed to be going to lunch today to the fascinating and now very famous Chef Dario, Florence's famous butcher. Who knew? So we've saved up our beef, our beef taste buds, and we can hardly wait to get there. And we're so lucky. We're getting in his restaurant. It's always booked because of my dear friend, Judy Witz-Frankini, who used to work with Dario, still works with Dario. And now I'm really name dropping. Dario is Sting and Trudy Styler's butcher here in uh, Tuscany. I know. Name drop, name drop, name drop. Ciao, Bella. What a day we had today in Siena. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Old medieval city that was built, of course, with a great wall to protect it. So you park outside the wall and walk in. It's a beautiful city. We ate in a gorgeous little restaurant right on the, what they call the, oh shoot, the stadium. And they have these wonderful, wonderful races every year, horse races, It's just extraordinary, and there's pottery and great wine and great food. What else is new? We're in Italy. So anyway, if you have a chance, you want to go to Siena someday because it really is um, living history. So charming. Beautiful Domo, the most magnificent Domo. And we sat outside of it, and we had a gorgeous lunch. We had lemon iced tea, and I had, of course, a tomato and buffalo mozzarella salad, a caprese salad, because I seem to eat one every day when I'm here. And Michael and Bita had a delicious Tuscan chicken with local herbs. And I had, which I'm going to make at home, and I'll get the recipe, I'll test it, and then I'll put it on the Women Beyond a Certain Age website. I had, like, a small artichoke almost a souffle that they put pecorino cheese on top of and some crispy bacon yeah you got that right it was perfect so that's uh, the, the tip of the day for sienna bye bye